Have you ever wondered if we should even be playing games at all at youth group and if they have any spiritual significance? Well, today we're going to be talking about how much fun should we actually be having at youth group? Welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast, the coach for the coachless in youth ministry. My name is Jeff Lascola, and this is Kristen Lascola. And today we're talking all about should we even be playing games in youth ministry? Like, is that even allowed? Would God <laughs> approve of that? Ah, uh, yes. Well, last week we talked all about how to plan games for so, the whole so year. So hopefully that's a yes. So obviously we believe in <laughs> games, but I've been around um, enough churches and denominations and youth pastors and church staff to know that not everyone's on board with the game thing. And they almost look at it like a distraction for what our true purpose at being in church is. I remember you saying like growing up, your friend went to a different church and he mm -hmm. would always say like, oh, you guys are just having fun, right. you know? And so it was, I, a, it was a party. It was like a big party for Jesus. Yes. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and I think most of our listeners are probably like, yeah, of course we're going to play games. But I think for me, it's kind of important that we understand why, because like when I have my parent orientation meeting, I talk to my parents about our ministry strategy and I tell them we're going to play games, a lot of games with your kid and they're going to come home and they're going to be talking about the game we played and how fun or how not fun it was or whatever. <laughs> if you're a certain kid who always complains about every game. But I tell them this isn't to fill time. It's not to entertain them and it's not to babysit them. Games in ministry fulfill a very specific purpose. And I just want to talk a little bit about that tonight, just so that we can get our purpose clear and have a little something in our back pocket in case somebody ever comes to us and was like, oh, youth ministry is this <laughs> games, like blah, 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 you know, which we know it's not. But I think there is that good question. If we're going to do so many episodes on games <laughs> and spend so much time planning and money and resources, What's the point? why are we doing these? So... I want to talk about how we can actually make a biblical case for. Oh, okay. Games. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> what rhymes with stretch? No, just kidding. Because <laughs> it really, to me, this is what I always go back to when I think about it. So 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 23, and it's Paul's ministry. And you will recognize this passage pretty quickly. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more and to the Jews, I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without the law, as without the law, not being without the law toward God, but under law toward Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak, I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake that I may be a partaker of it with you. So this is the classic all things to all people passage. And what does this have to do with games? So Paul's saying, I speak the language of the people. Yeah, you took my punchline. Thank you. <laughs> but it's like, I... Like there's even 
biblical and historical evidence that he went through these like Jewish cleansing rituals and um, circumcision stuff and all the stuff that he didn't need to do just so that he could build a bridge to mm. the people that he was doing ministry with. Um, it's good thing we don't do circumcision instead of youth group games. <laughs> that could be a fun game. <laughs> Something, sur- what rhymes you with surgery? might get a phone call. Dr. Mario, extreme, extreme Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. We'll keep. We'll, we'll take it to the to the. You can just submit your resignation right <laughs> after you play that game. So what he's doing is he's being sensitive to the needs of the people that he's trying to do ministry with because it's not like he's like, ooh, I'm I'm pretending to be one thing and I'm not. It's things that don't matter. Right. You know. It's like, well, if I was with people who ate meat. I ate meat so that I could relate to them. Mm. If I was with people who loved vegan food, I was with people, I ate vegan food, not because I care, but because it meant something to them. And so I think here, what he's saying is just, we, if we're going to deliver the gospel, you first have to build a bridge. Mm. So there's a gap between us and people that we maybe knew people, people we don't know, people that we're trying to build a relationship with, and we're trying to make a bridge all the time. And so Paul says, then use an easy win on things. If you're with Jews, be like, take on their customs. If it's not sinful, if right. it's not against God, he is not saying like, oh yeah, watch this bad movie with them so they'll think you're really cool. Or, or partake <laughs> in religious activities contrary to what your religious beliefs are. Yeah. So he's not going so far as to that. And I think that's obvious, but it's, Hey, if it doesn't matter one way or another, why not join in? Why not be one of them? Why not relate and build a bridge? Because you are going to open a door for the gospel to be shared. Stay with me now, because what is like, if you were to do a ministry in Mexico, you're like, I'm called to Mexico. I want to go do ministry there. Well, I would hope you speak a little bit of Spanish (laughs) or had someone who did, or if you were printing out materials and handouts and flyers and they were all in English, it would be like, what are you doing? You know, like your ministry is not even going to get off the ground. And in the same way, we have to figure out what is the language of the people that we're ministering to. The language we do- we talked about this in an episode episode not that long ago that the the language of junior high is fun over oh, yeah. cool. So high school is more cool over fun. Junior high is more fun over cool. So my language to my students has got to be fun. I have to be fluent in fun in order to what Paul's saying, build a bridge to these people who that's one of their highest values right beneath that is candy (laughs) (laughs) and pizza and food and soda (laughs) and nerd ropes. You know, it's like, okay, what do you people value? That is not a moral issue. It's like, Oh, well you guys value like some sketchy YouTuber. Well, I'm not biting on that, but you guys value fun and food. I could get into that. And then let's talk about the gospel because I've just built a bridge now. So that's why I feel like games are now speaking the language of the junior higher. And beyond that, here's what games do. They create fun 
They create memories. They create a space where walls can start to come down and people loosen up because you're, you're meeting a need, like you're treating them like a human, you know, mm. it's not like, like come into my room, open your Bible right away because it's all that matters. You know, it's like, well, humans have felt needs also of like to belong and for someone to know my name and to participate in a community and to like the, the amount of value and just laughing together and what that creates in terms of chemistry is huge. There's actually a verse on this. I want to read it. This is in Psalm 126 two. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. And this was like uh, a Psalm of like Israel. Look at what God has done for us. Like we can't help but laugh. Like this God has been incredible. And I think when we give that example to students at church of like, this is a place where we laugh mm. because we're so we're overflowing with the joy of what God has done. So we have the freedom to be fun, to have fun, to have joy, to be lighthearted. Not that, I mean, I think there's people like, cause I was even researching this topic in preparation for tonight. And there's people who will literally say, no, church is not supposed to be fun. Right. Church is supposed to be a place of lament. And it's like, well, you know, you know, the value of a church when you walk in, is it feel like a funeral or does it feel like a wedding? <laughs> you know, is it celebrating Jesus or is it mourning the death of Jesus? Right. But it's like the story didn't end with the death. The whole reason the death matters is because of the resurrection. Tons of people die. Right. <laughs> so what made us special? The resurrection. Right. And now we can be filled with the joy of the Lord. And I think that's so important to model, especially to young kids so that they grow up knowing like being a Christian, it's not like your life will be perfect, but Christians are fun people. Christians see the joy in life. Christians see the the sunny side of life too. You know, like there's a time and a place to lament and be sad and to be real. It's not like we have to pretend everything's okay all right. the time, but when there's the opportunity for joy, we take it. Like, why wouldn't we? Do you know who our dad is? Do you mm. know who our God is? Of course we're going to have fun. And so I think we what I have a passion for is when students come to church and fall in love with it. And I've had so many parents, especially this year say, Oh my gosh, Kristen, we've tried so many different churches. My kid was kind of always like, eh, not too sure. And I had this girl visit, uh, two weekends ago and she, it was her first time. She liked it so much that her mom asked if she could stay for second service. And the mom's like, I actually have to go, but I'll come back and pick her up. She just wants to stay for another round. I'm like, well, we're going to be doing the exact same thing. And she's like, yeah, she wants to be a part of it. Why? Because it's fun. Now, if it were only fun and then we're like, um, and then John three sixteen says this, all right, guys have a great week. You know, like if we didn't get into the meat of it, but Honestly, I feel like once students have laughed and played and high-fived and either won or lost or whatever and had that experience as a human, then they are more attentive and they listen. And I think that's exactly what Paul is getting at. So why can we have joy? We have joy of salvation, spiritual victory, Christian fellowship, and a new work for God, the work that we're doing for him. So don't let anyone 
make you feel like less of a youth pastor because you play games and run around and do dodgeball. There is something very spiritual about playing together. And I think adults could take a page out of our playbook, (laughs) no pun intended. Sunday morning games. You know what I mean? Because when we did a Bible study, an adult Bible study, not everyone could appreciate it, but I always would come with a game. (laughs) Like before we started, I'm like, guys, I had a hard work week. I just want to come. Let's have fun, right. you know? And then I'm going to like you more if I just have to like <laughs> sit here and listen to But you like, get to know everybody like a million times faster you when do. you play a game. You get to see all the good and the bad sides that they have. Bad during games. <laughs> Whether I win or lose, I'm terrible. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Um, I, I, and I like, I will own junior hires too. I don't care. <laughs> I will not hold back. Like headshots count. Headshots count. This guy, <laughs> we were playing that ultimate rock, paper, scissors, and he tried to jump in my hula hoop and I like push him like, don't you dare like get out of here, <laughs> you know? So we don't hold back. It's good. <laughs> what would you say about people that feel like their youth group games need to match almost like identically with their message oh no (laughs) boo here's why okay it's so forced and it's like way to suck the fun out of something (laughs) dad you know what i mean it's like such a dad move right there like well there's a lesson i realize you had fun but there's a teachable moment in your fun and what you're teaching them is fun has to have a spiritual like it I mean, that's the whole thing of what we're talking about, but it has to be tied to like a specific spiritual lesson. Mm. I mean, I think fun itself is a spiritual lesson. We're created in God's image. We like to have fun. We serve a God who is joyful and has a sense of humor. And like, if you just like use fun for like, oh, and here's exactly what we can learn from this fun. I think you just canceled out the fun. Mm, you know what I that. mean? I also feel like if you're doing that, you're probably going to eliminate a ton of games or have to really stretch to make them fit into your message. It's and it would just make it that much harder to figure out what your game is going to be for that week. That much like, harder. Oh, man. We're and talking to me, about- it feels a bit juvenile. Like it doesn't feel like student ministries to do that. It feels like all right, children, we're all going to take a spaghetti noodle and this is going to represent, like it feels like craft time or Mm. something. It just doesn't feel like students. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily opposed to it if it just happened to work, but forcing it, you know, just to make it so that there's got to be connection, you know, I I don't, I'm not a big fan of that, but all for it. I mean, if you you do that, go for it. But don't you think as a church, we need to, like steer as clear away from cheesiness as possible. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's like gateway right there to cheesy. Like, come on. Gateway to cheesiness is yes. having like, le- and if you disagree with me and you're a pro at it, that is fine. We are not going to argue about right. it, but I'm just saying to me, I get like cheesy chills. And, like, and oh. no, no kid would ever walk away and be like, I don't get it. Like we talked about uh, <laughs> gossip, but the game we played was dodgeball. Like what is happening at this youth group? No, they're <laughs> never going to think that. So, you know, don't, don't waste your time. Uh, the other question I have for you is what would you say to the people that say, well, if you're playing these games and you have it be all fun, like that's all that the students are going to come for. Oh, well, for. great. 
Are they there? Then that's fantastic. I don't care why you're here. I just care that you're here. Unless you're a big jerk and ruining everything, <laughs> then we'll talk about it. But if that's what got you in the door because you knew we were going to have pizza and play dodgeball, then surprise, I'm going to teach you the gospel and you're going to learn how to worship after that. But yeah. And how to be a part of community. I mean, all of us came for a weird reason, probably in the beginning. <laughs> when you were in college, it was for the girls or for the guys. When you were, you know, like I just think we have to just acknowledge they're at different places in their spiritual maturity. And it doesn't mean, Oh, you only came for games. Well, then I'm taking them away. Right. <laughs> like, Ooh, you really taught them, you know, no food, <laughs> no games, no fun. We only want the real boring, serious Christians uh, here. I'm here for the message and the message alone. <laughs> Not gonna me and happen. You, buddy, just me <laughs> that, and you. That kid is the pastor's son. <laughs> That's it. And he's, <laughs> and he's lying. <laughs> and I think when I look back, there's so many students and parents and families who came because they got invited to some fun event. Oh, yeah. <gasps> gasp! Heaven forbid you come because right. of fun. But they stuck around because we had something substantial. Because you have to have both. Because kids can get fun anywhere. Like we live in Southern California. Do you know how much entertainment competition we have? We, where we live, you can go snowboarding and, and surfing, surfing on the same day <laughs> within like three hours. Right. And there's so much that kids can do. Yeah. So I will never win on entertainment. You know what I mean? It's like you're, the games are fun. They're well-planned. They're themed. It's going to be a good time. But I feel like if that's all I have, they're not coming. So mm. it's like, it's a both and kind of thing where, you know, like food there, they might, we had students who used to come just to get pizza, you know, <laughs> and snacks. We have kids who come with grocery bags to our <laughs> snack shack because they stock up for the week because their and parents, paying for their them. parents won't let them buy all this like candy and soda. So they just buy it all <laughs> at our snack shack and keep it for the week. That's and hilarious. maybe that's the only reason they're coming. But guess what? They also were in worship and yeah. in a small group and heard a, heard a message. It's like, we met a need. You want candy? We got candy. You, you, you bring up a good point, though, because they're, we're kind of talking about like, why would these kids come? But then it's also another layer where it's like, why would a kid invite a friend to come? Ah. When you sit there and say like, oh, you should come to my youth group. Well, what do you guys do there? Well, we show up, they do announcements, they give a message, and then we leave. No, thank you. I'm right. not going to go to that. Versus like, oh, we play a fun game. There's really cool worship. They have some food and snacks and things like that. You know, we 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 break them into small groups. And we talk about God. There's a message. And it's like, that sounds like a fun night. There's a lot happening that yeah. sounds like something that would be interested in. And maybe they are like, wait, what's this small group? Like, what do you mean a message? Yeah. Well, it's about God. You know, they could explain it, whatever. But it's like, but keep in mind, we do peg each other in the head with dodgeballs I'm in. and exactly like, okay, I I will go at least for that. Well, and keep and in mind, and that's when you can get someone in the door. The to purpose potentially, of church, right? The purpose of church is also community. This isn't a college campus at a college campus. You come to learn. You don't, you don't need to play right. games. This is a church. A church is for fellowship, for community, for relationships. And those things happen through food and fun. Right. You know, I, th I thought you were going to say, what's the purpose to, to more, bring more people to Jesus too. 
And that being like getting them. Yes. You know, like it's an evangelistic tool. And that's what right. you're saying. And you're giving those definitely. kids like, cause it's hard. It's hard even as an adult to talk to somebody and witness to them. And it's that much more difficult for a student a lot of times. But if you're saying, Hey, all you need to do is bring them. We will take care of, you know, sharing the gospel. Yeah. Then, but if you just said, Tell your friends to come and hear the the gospel. <laughs> gonna be like, they have to enjoy okay. it. That's the bottom yeah. line. And that's what Paul's saying. Figure out what they want and go for it. Right. Be a part of it. Be a part of their culture so that they see that you care about them as a human, that you understand their humanity. I mean, I remember being little and getting invited. Like if I'd spend the night of a fr- at a friend's house on a Saturday and I'd have to go to their weird church in the morning <laughs> with their family, I'd be like, this is the most boring thing I've ever done. And you know what? Chris Brown, our senior pastor, he always says, he goes, I always thought the Bible was boring growing up. What I realized is it was taught to me by boring people mm. and shame on us. If kids walk in and out of our church thinking that was the most boring part of their weekend. Like, excuse me, this is God's house. This is God's family. Like, could we do a little better and not hyper spiritualize ourselves to say that we're above fun and that we're above, you know, it's just always has irked me a little bit to feel like we neglect that side and somehow God will be more proud of us because we were serious. You know, I don't think so. Yeah. But I could talk about it all night. But really what I wanted to equip you guys with was that whole concept of what is the point here to save souls so we don't have to feel guilty about it. It's like if you're not doing anything mortally wrong, it's not like we're trying to get their money and get Mm -hmm. influence and power. It's like we want you to hear about Jesus. Does that mean we got to feed you pizza, candy and play dodgeball? So be it. Let's have a great time. And it doesn't it doesn't alter the message at all. Right. It, if anything, it enhances it because you've just put their heart and mind in a posture to receive and to trust. Mm. Yeah. And an adult church does the same thing, regardless of what you say. It's like if they have coffee and donuts out, that's, that's basically youth group games for adults. That's what I was going to say. Like <laughs> all the like treats yeah. and I mean, hot chocolate and coffee. I mean, I've been a Christian my whole life. I enjoy church a lot more when I'm sitting there with a cup of coffee. I use Sunday as my absolute pig out day and I just make a, an embarrassment of myself with all the <laughs> treats I take, like two handfuls. <laughs> And everyone just looks at me and I'm like, hey, it's Sunday and they're free. Kristen and... doesn't buy us treats. So <laughs> <laughs> this is all I got. Someone was the, the, the Lord other has day, provided. The other day treat. they were talking about how I had like two handfuls of stuff. And I'm like, this is actually my second time coming out to get stuff. Wow. Shame on you. Yeah, I'm off the wagon we're when it comes a, to my diet. We're going to do an episode on gluttony. Okay. Next. All right. You've inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're going to do a question of the day, and this is an interesting one. I don't know if you even saw what it was. I did. I can't think of anything. Really? I thought you of all people would have a ton of answers. Interesting combination? Yeah. What is an interesting combination of foods that you eat? Like, what's something like, I put honey on hot dogs or, you know, whatever it is. I know. I feel like everything I do makes a ton of sense. What about one in the past? Well, it makes a ton of sense to you, but maybe not to somebody else. I like dipping french fries in mustard is that weird Hmm. no i can see it being good i've never heard of that though (laughs) i mean in a pinch when there's no ranch at a facility you know weird those weird restaurants that have no ranch i know 
And then they'll like give you ketchup. I'm like, I hate ketchup. So then <laughs> I would ask for mustard, fries and mustard. It became my thing. Yeah, I'd try that. Mine, not anymore, but it used to be. I loved beef jerky with Cheez-Its. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I can it was see a good that being combo. good. Yeah, I just, I it's mean, more just kind of. It's like a poor man charcuterie board or something. <laughs> <laughs> a white trash charcuterie board. It's all and good. it was good. <laughs> I bet you Hey, it. we don't have a community comment of the day, but we did want to give a shout out to Victor Padilla, who is our most recent supporter of through Patreon. We thank you so much, Victor. We appreciate it. If you guys are interested in supporting this ministry through either prayer or monetarily, or go treats, for it. Or treats. <laughs> treats. Yeah. More food. So... <laughs> Uh, we do have an account through Patreon. If you guys wanted to support this monetarily, we really appreciate it. And thank you, Victor, for doing that. We Yay, hope you guys Victor. enjoyed this episode. And share it with a friend. If you have that person that's like, no, I think that <laughs> youth group games shouldn't be allowed. Hey, <laughs> no, anyways, we thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you next time. time.